This is Snapbacks and Flat Caps. This is your host, Rob. Uh, we are joined by Trizzy Trizzy. He's back. We can't get rid of him. And thanks. Special <laughs> guest in the place. So, special guest, who are you? And what do you do? And what, why are you here, my friend? Rob, right, boy. Alan, you got me. Um, <laughs> my name's Ru- government name's Ruben Christian. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of work, work in the capacity of a comic slash presenter slash facilitator flat slash speaker imagine the irony yeah i know i know <laughs> public speaker yeah. it matters. um born and bred east london um and why am i here is that what you asked me why I am i here? here i'm here because you invited me on the show bridget and, and, and i'm and i'm obvious and i'm, and I'm obvious i can't speak english what's this vape i'm smoking exactly allow me um it's um yeah I'm here because you invited me and I'm happy to be here. Okay. Well, yeah. you, you know what yeah. it is? It's because you come across as quite an interesting person. And as I explained earlier, mm. you, um, I did have one drunk encounter with you, which sounds so wrong. Yeah, like, yeah. Like Clarification. Yeah, I, I ran into you when you were hosting something and I was, quote unquote, off my tits. Um, so, yeah. Well, you weren't that murked. Because you strung a sentence together well. Listen, yeah. when I went I outside and that cold, cold air hit me, Oh yeah, projectile vomit. Gone. Yeah. Gone. Straight. Gone. Someone had to hold me up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you never seen me at the, the engagement Signs party. Signs of a did good you? night. No, Listen, I didn't. At the I engage- heard stories. At the engagement party, there's some videos, hmm. but I don't know what happened. Wait, you know, who's, you know, it, who's engagement party? Mine, mine, mine. You got smashed at your own engagement party. Yeah. Because yeah. you know what? I didn't spend a penny, which I'm very pleased with. He's supposed to get smashed at the stand. No, no, but you know, he's you know when you he's trying to, you know when you. You're fine, and you're drinking. You think you're fine. You're fine. You're fine. You're fine. Then my mates turn up, oh, was... and it was still fine. Nah. And then it just went. Yeah. What was you drinking, though? What were you not drinking? I, well, basically, yeah, I started yeah. off yeah. on I think ginger beer and petrol. Dark rum. <laughs> <laughs> ginger beer and petrol is a warm up. And a dark yeah. rum, and then yeah. after then I had a few things that people gave me like shots, a few bits like that. Then the bottles came. Plural, you know. yeah, 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 yeah. I hear that. It's game was over. There, there was there was some bubbly in that, innit? Yeah, and then I yeah, I came outside funny. smoking when I don't smoke, and um, it was it was mad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I haven't had one of those nights since New Year's. Like I have them like twice a year. Yeah. New yeah. Year's Eve, beginning of this year, went to Amsterdam to see my no Amsterdam. Where did you go? I think Amsterdam to see my friend. Mm. Um, I just I, I plan to get mercolated. I plan. That's yeah. what I do. I plan. Yeah. I yeah. don't just do it every week. But I've done too talk. much. And in the, on the cab in the way back, I was taking clothes off in the cab. Right. And then when I got out of the cab, I was taking clothes off and flinging it. Took out my wallet, frisbee the thing. I don't. <laughs> I don't need this. It's weighing me down. And then my friend, who was smashed but not too smashed, was just literally following me, picking up the stuff and putting it in a bag until I got into the yard. Oh, and he told me what happened the next day. That's mad. Oh, liability, man. Um, Ruining the family name, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it gets like that. <laughs> like, well, you know, drink responsibly, as yeah. I always like to say. Yeah. But just yeah. demonstrate always myself. Um, <laughs> so I'm, I know, I've got a mentor in yeah, I'm totally like going out. I was doing what? Why? You know, you what's know what the, the logic? It must but be what the is confidence. The logic, it's got to be the confidence. You know, like. I don't know, think of a film like... But why am I getting naked? No, but you know, it depends what kind of drunk you are because sometimes when I'm drunk, I'm an absolute dickhead. I mean, I could be an arrogant prick at the best of times. (laughs) Yeah. But then, all my days, all my days. One day, um, I was... I've only kissed always on my birthday, but this birthday um, got completely West Coast. uh, (laughs) Ended up... Someone writing on my chest. 
Yeah. Shirt always comes off. Has to. A bouncer said to All me, right, if so you don't is... put your shirt back, if you don't put your shirt back on, I'm throwing you out. And he goes, no one is making any calendars. Wow. And I was like, wow. Oh, I right. wow. hate her. Yeah. And then, like, I, I went there and I was just like, this escalates. And yeah. then, back to me being a prick, um, I tried to order a bottle of uh, Grey Goose. Yeah. And it was like 15 minutes before the club shot. Mm. And he gave, I was being a bit of an arrogant prick. Anyway, he gave it to me. I drank two swigs of it, left it on the bar, and left. Allow and me. I'd already yeah, spent like yourself. 500 pounds. I'd be the grey. guy, I'd be, I'd be the guy yeah. that'll be watching you. <laughs> then I'll take Grey Goose and pour it <laughs> yeah. out to my table. <laughs> Done it in Vegas a couple of nights in a row. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so I don't, well, I can't really, you know what, I can drink, but like you said, I, I take my time in this yeah. sense of, I plan it. I'm mm. a responsible drunk. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah. But obviously now I'm trying to cut back, it's all about health. Yeah. yeah, I yeah. think it, if you make it eventful, like, yeah, it must have been a mess over carnival because I did oh. a festival. Oh, no, yeah, it's, I well, as in the festival the like, week before, no, 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 as a Sunday festival, Monday carnival. Nah, so we woke up high, dizzy, yeah, phone rang, Started ready, again. yeah, yeah, boom, yeah, well, that's your mistake, right there. Obviously, yeah, it didn't feel like a mistake at the time. The next yeah. day after that, I was dehydrated, very dry in the mouth, watching TV, just like, oh my yeah. days, my life. And then yeah, we were yeah, covered after that. It we saved it till it finished years. me when we when I had the engagement party. It finished me. I felt my age when I woke up, and mm. I was just in pain. But you know what? I just <laughs> laid in my own kind of despair all afternoon, and then I got. Did you feel sorry for yourself? Two, you had a mad blow in it. Now, I had my missus looking after me and stuff, so that was quite good. Yeah, it's good for some, isn't it? Yeah, so <laughs> retirement life, retirement life. <laughs> Get on it, man. Get on it. <laughs> Get on this retirement life, man. So you said you are a comedian and a yeah. speaker. Mm. We'll touch on comedian in a moment because mm. obviously we can we can sense the comic valley already. Oh, I appreciate that, man. So, um, gassing me. Keep and you've going. been doing that for a little while now, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, keep gassing <laughs> me, man. <laughs> Comedians are built off insecurity. Keep gassing me. Um, yeah, I've been. I mean, I, I'm. I started off as a presenter and a host, right? Mm. So I'm. I'm more a host. Pres- slash presenter with funny bones than I am a straight stand-up. In terms of stand-up, I dabbled on and off for about two years. So if any, if you were to ask any stand-ups that came up with me, like like grace the same stages that I was hosting, they'd tell you now Ruben ain't a comic or Ruben ain't, that's what I think they would say because mm-hmm. they've put in work and they've done Edinburgh shows and they've done tours and, and I haven't really done that. Mm-hmm. I've just kind of been this kind of funny-ish dude but I floating between hosting serious events and entertainment mm. events. Mm. How do you do that? How do you change up your style if you're doing serious events? Because you've done quite a lot of brands, that stuff for mm. some quite well-known brands. Mm. Um, is your style the same when you present? Do you know what? It's, I think I can, I've done it long enough now to under, so like yourself, like we had a discussion before we actually mm. kicked off, is that I'm quite good with just human beings, just dealing with people, social, understanding social dynamics. Um, and I've also innately got a fair bit of empathy. So I think there's just an understanding of what tone to take in what room and in what energy. Mm-hmm. And I just, I just match what, I just match it. Um, and I just know when to, yeah, when to be funny or when to take a step back and just be a vessel for conversation. Mm-hmm. And I think that's trial and error. Having done so many different stages for like this last decade, mm-hmm. I've kind of got that skill now and I've worked on it so you know you get some comics that are just always on 
Yeah. You're like, just yeah. shut up, man. Yeah. You're not even on stage. Just calm down. We're having a normal conversation. You don't why, need to why bust jokes. Why do you think that is? Why do you think they just feel like they need to be? Do you know what? Okay, so my initial, my first thought on that, or my assumption, is that once, once you're gaining love, attention, and connection from this character that you've created, and there's good feelings attached to it, mm. you don't want to come out of that space and go into the normal space because mm. you won't get the same reaction from people which you like. So you stay in character, I think. And that's why I think a lot of them do it. Also, there's a lot of insecurity with performers and comics in general. And so, yeah, if you can just stay in a character, yeah. Yeah. you don't need to be vulnerable enough to show your true self, which you may not be comfortable with. Well, isn't um, a lot of, like you said, a lot of comics acts are built on insecurity and own personal experience. Almost mm. if they're, they're comfortable enough with laughing at themselves, like yeah. bringing it out like, this was a real experience for me, but now I can laugh about it, but it still kills me inside a little bit. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, my favourite comics are the ones that are able to go into their true self like, and bring out those vulnerabilities and turn it into comedy. But when they come off the stage, they're still humans yeah. as opposed yeah. to performers. Whereas I think when comics are coming up and they're quite early, they can't distinguish between the two. I think you need to go through that journey and come back full circle yeah. and then realise whether or not you want to keep doing this thing. If that answers your question. Yeah. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, because this sounds like you've been, I know you've mentioned before, you've been doing doing comedy and presenting and hosting and all these things for so long, you've gone on a bit of a journey. Mm. And now you do this thing called Dream Rehab. So yeah, what's, yeah. what is Dream, Dream Rehab then? Dream Rehab in its current iteration is a workshop that brings people together. And it's a four hour workshop at the moment, right? But it can, it can be a book, it can be a podcast, it can turn into a weekend, it can turn into a one-month course. But in its current form, it's a four-hour workshop where I hammer home two main ideas. Number one, when you're trying to do anything, whether that's chasing dreams or grow or just attack fears, isolation is the dream killer. If you're trying to do this thing on your ones, you're ultimately going to hit walls, reach glass ceilings, you're going to burn out, you're going to get lonely, self doubts going to kick in. All that human shit that stops you from progressing is going to happen because you're human. Don't isolate yourself. And then the if that's the problem, the solution is collaboration. Collaboration is key. So they're the two main things that we talk about at Dream Rehab. And then I just give as many practical tips on how you can move forward towards your dreams. Mm. Everything that I've learned through lived experience and everything that I've learned through reading, studying, watching films, documentaries, podcasts, reading books, all that, I try and distill it and just smash that into, into the workshop. Mm. But I don't, although I give out that information, I'm, it's not a dictatorship. It's like I'm not telling people what to do. I'm saying this is what I've learned. How can we help each other in the room? So people come into the room, they're vulnerable enough to say, look, these are the challenges I'm having. And then everyone starts helping themselves out. And I think that's how we can rehabilitate well, collaboration. Our collaboration. That's mad. Yeah. Um, wow. So I just have to let all that settle, man. Yeah, sorry. Because... I just speak in bullet points. No, 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 no. <laughs> but, 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 no it's very informative. What do you think? Yeah. I think so. No, I, I, I think that sounds like a... It's, it's, it's exactly what you were saying about the whole progressing of things and understanding yourself and networking and stuff because as you said you can't do things by yourself yeah especially in this climate now anyway yeah so man I'm saying I, I, oh, like, well that being said do you think that there's because i think we spoke about this before about clout chasers as well so yeah. if we're taking clout chasers in with the collaboration side do you think people are only collaborating with people for the clout and for what it can bring them as opposed to it being beneficial to both people yeah, I think it goes back to another conversation we had before you hit record, because mm. we just be dropping yeah, gems, yeah, 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 that's yeah, who we yeah. are, right? 
collectively. Um, <laughs> it's that I think for the most part, everyone's after something, like you said. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So when we do collaborate, yeah, we're helping you, but you're also helping me. So we are both gaining. Mm. Yeah. I think yeah. there are the, the people that say, I just want to help. I just want to help. I question it. I'm a bit, I'm a bit um, skeptical about it because you're still gaining an increased sense of self yeah. or your altruistic box is getting ticked or you're feeling mm. that you're contributing. So you're still gaining positive feelings mm. from helping other people. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So you're never not gaining Yeah, because we spoke about this a little bit before and we were saying about it's the feeling of being appreciated and the feeling yeah. of being needed, I imagine, as well, yeah. then, right? Yeah. Because that's what people want at the end of the day. But that goes, with the, that goes hand in hand with, like, say, <clears throat> say you want something like a, a form of legacy for. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, everybody so, sometimes say, mm. like, you're measured by how many people you help and what mm. you do. Mm. That's still a form of, you know, a self-fulfillment for yourself if you're mm. going on. Yeah, because so. well, we spoke about it before about the uh, Nicki Minaj and Miss Banks thing yeah. basically what we were saying is that Nicki Minaj is supposed to be retiring and she's yeah, got a relationship this. with yeah. with Miss Banks and we feel like she's helping her now to which was, which will in turn help her legacy of the kind of person she is yeah. at, on top of being a musician and a rapper and an entrepreneur or whatever yeah. do you think she's really retiring because I felt like there was a hint of, hint of doubt yeah I d- yeah sorry I smiled because um, in one of my whatsapp groups someone sent that and she said, oh, I'm starting my family now, right? That was the tweet or whatever yeah. that went out. That, that was interesting. Do you know what? I've just got beef full stop with the media. I don't watch the news. And for the most part, I don't keep, I, I don't keep tabs on current affairs, especially in the media and entertainment mm-hmm. world. I just don't care. Mm-hmm. Because so much of it, bruv, it's just, there's so much smoke and mirrors that I, I just never know what truth is. And I'm just gonna, so I'm just gonna spend my time just going inside, understanding who I am, what I wanna do, and stick to that. Yeah. I don't know if she's, Jay-Z said he was gonna retire, right? Well, that's exactly what that's I said. Yeah, exactly and then all of a sudden there's a spur of inspiration. And with artists, you're like, once we get that, I don't care who's talking to me, blinkers are on, I'm doing this thing yeah. because my soul is guiding me there. Yeah. So she may say she's retired now, something might happen later later on down the line something tragedy might occur in the family where she's now wants to talk and write about it because mm. she is an artist first and foremost right well, so. you, well this is the thing is she that's is where we differentiate as a creative um or a talent is that you want to what was i saying now is it she retiring from music or is she retiring full stop because there's a difference right mm. because retiring from music is one thing but her still being present in the public eye that's mm. obviously not retirement, is it? No. Mm. Like, whatever you decide to do. But as we, mm. as we just said, and we touched on the Jay-Z thing, if you put it in a context of, like, everyone's artwork becomes triple its value mm. when either the artist dies, but they right. say, like, I'm not touching it no more. Yeah. You saw what happened with the Jay-Z situation. Everyone started doing a biopic of his life, and he came from here, Marcy Projects, yeah. and this. And <laughs> I've learned the most about Jay-Z in that little space of his retiring. It's like he died. Right. Do you get what I'm saying? Then he did this big famous tour. Yeah. Raked in all the money that we spoke about on the last um podcast and stuff. Yeah. And then he come back singing with Alicia Keys New York and all of this yeah, stuff that had happened uh, and then he resurrected it. Yeah. So I think that's what's gonna happen with, with Nick. Mm. I can feel this, I can feel the stress of Yeah, there's 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 intention with every move I mm. feel with celebrities that are ridiculously in the public eye. There's intention. Oh, do you know what? Something's just happened. Oh, there's a bit of a fuck up going on. And I'm like, really? This is probably staged because there's a three to five year plan that we're not aware of, mm. which is going to materialize over that given three to five years. Yeah. I'm not interested. 
Mm. Yeah, I don't know. Because <laughs> I ain't got time. <laughs> it, no, yeah. it, it is. It is a form of manipulation. Like you get everybody. It's like a, you say, like, okay, cool. Say we have an argument or something like that mm. right now, and I'm like, oh, forget this, you know, and I leave the room. You're gonna be concerned and be like, right, he didn't have to do that. And like, is it all right? And you hear something in the car park smashing around. Like, no, no, what's going on? Now you're following my energy of what I'm doing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's made a big, like, yeah. situation to see. Well, you know what it is? is it but just, then, it's, it's going back to playing on people's feelings. Yeah, that's what it is. earlier, because drama and excitement is more of a buzz, mm. or sadness, essentially, mm. like mm. two different shock ends of the value, spectrum. Isn't it? Shock yeah. value, all that. That's what people want. I mean, I've had, interviews that have done well because of the shock value of them or because of what the artist is yeah. saying or yeah. or someone yeah, yeah, in yeah. and then of course kind of, man Kim Kardashian oh. made a whole fucking career out of this shit <laughs> and, and, love, and, and you know and it just keeps going that, and it just this is just this is the sad state of affairs that we live this is just this is human this is human yeah, you beings know, you know, you know yeah. the this is how it is you know my beef with that is that if she wants to behave like that that's fine if she's someone who's also mad and has got a family, it's not my business to say you should be behaving like this. I know my wife ain't gonna be behaving like this because I'm not a lunatic. Um, but <laughs> in the sense of like her influencing a generation of young girls, if I have a daughter, I wouldn't be saying that. It this saddens is what, me. That's, that's what yeah. my saddens me. Is. Especially someone who's not deep, even yeah. a parent. But it's a bit Very worrying deep, that yeah. this is what yeah. is being glorified and what is being highlighted and. Well, that, I mean, that, we spoke to her about it before. Yeah, I know. Like, this is this is how it started with these reality TV shows. shows. Summer, you know what I mean? It's like we went from we went from these reality TV shows. Like, don't get me wrong, everyone get their bread. You do what you're doing, but we went from like you said with the smoke and mirrors with certain celebrities. You don't really know what's going on behind closed doors. Now the new celebrity is a reality TV show, sub star. Mm. But when you saw like the Jay Goodins, the Katie Prices, the the big brothers, the Towies, the Joy, all of this behavior that's going on, now it just feels like the norm to do something shocking when before you'd be like, oh, right, I yeah. think you're wilding on that. Yeah, yeah. Now, if you don't wild out, yeah. we think you're that's, weird. That's the fuel in the tank for certain career trajectories, man. That's mm. the sad thing. Also, reality TV, is it really reality TV? I still say it's It's stage. edited. Yeah, I still say it's It's stage. edited. Are you a Love Island fan? No. <laughs> no man I, do you know what no no man but that love island you know, I'll be on there next year I've got I've got really close friends that are really well read that are book intelligent as well as emotionally intelligent and they are listen. locked into love island right yeah he's now, talking about me you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and so a part of me is like because I always like to give benefit of the doubt so a part of me is like you know what maybe I should have watched more than two episodes for me to actually mm, yeah. have a fair judgement or opinion on this thing but I haven't yeah. I've watched two episodes and I just got an inkling of what I believed it was about then I learned that everyone on there needs therapists why would everyone on this show need therapists oh before they go in yeah because they know they're about to fuck people up emotionally and yeah. I just think it's um, I think it's horrible I think there can be some lessons in it within the narratives, yeah. But I think overall, the people that run TV are some of the most intelligent people in our society and they know exactly how to manipulate people. And people on the other end that are watching, if they don't have a certain amount of self-knowledge, self-awareness and understand realities of how social fucking climates work, it's going to affect them because their minds are malleable and they're going to go into all sorts of fuckery directions mm. and it's just going to breed problems upon problems yeah. and problems which I just don't think is helpful but sometimes I think the majority of the audience like to be lied to like yeah. they like to think yeah yeah yeah, yeah. because no, no, they no, no. believe in the lies yeah. Well, you can get can't lost in the light. It's not even the light. You can get lost in the light. <laughs> I think you know like you're watching like it becomes the truth love, the love island yeah. 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 you sit down 
you're watching these people day to day yeah you become attached to somebody there because i don't know maybe my man might do something that's similar to what you would have done if you was in the situation now you're going on from monday to friday sunday oh my days now if that was me you're, are you mad you're picking up the phone to your brethren's now you're talking about the same now you're lost in it you're barreling you're yeah. rolling and you know next thing you know it's, it, the ratings yeah, have gone up next thing you know you're voting you're sending yeah. the text in yeah. basically yeah. £2.50 um, or whatever it is I think with <laughs> lying and the truth and stuff like that I think speaking subjectively and just in my experience the issue with lying to people is the fact that you're taking away you're, you're taking away the knowledge from them to make an informed decision yeah. if I tell you a lie it's already filtered towards me anyway but if yeah. I tell you the truth your actions are going to be on what happens after you have that truth and I've been in situations where people I've told lies and I've told the truth mm. when I've told the truth I've me personally I've felt guilt free because I know that I've told you now so what you do next yeah, is 100% your intention do you know what I agree with you and I near enough live by that I'm currently mm. reading a book by Esther Perel who's a relationship um, therapist Mm. she's a fucking g this book is is called state of affairs and it's it's rethinking um relationships through the lens of infidelity rethinking infidelity so basically she's talking about america and affairs and then she goes deep into why people cheat and all this it's honestly one of the best she is my go-to when it comes to relationship advice in this in this current landscape right Mm. and i'm just on a chapter about um like basically it's it's covering the idea of should you always tell the truth in a certain scenario because mm. one the truth can liberate you if you've been holding it for so long and it's been burdening your soul mm. but two if you give that certain information to someone there's a whole paradigm shift which leads to a whole heap of cognitive dissonance and absolute psychological pain for someone else mm. do you want to make that do you want to put them into that position and sometimes you just got to weigh it up uh, yeah, it's the first time I ever thought <clears throat> no, about I, I lying in that way saying, no, you know, I understand why he's saying that because yeah. Previously, not now, I've lied because I thought it's I'm protecting the other person. Yeah. Right. What's to say that I'm protecting the other person? My own my own subjective Your view. Your moral judgment on it. Right. Yeah. And not theirs. So yeah. I'm spe- I'm thinking on behalf of them when that's wrong to do essentially, yeah. right? It's selfish. And that's that well yeah, basically for use of a better word, yeah, it's selfish. So but I tell you something, lying or telling the truth, I still sleep, but I think <laughs> can you uh, you sick yeah, fuck yeah, yeah. <laughs> you need therapy no, no, but to, be, yeah, to be fair yeah, I'm, I'm just, like, just got engaged yeah when yeah. you're <laughs> when you're Word telling, to the I, actually I'm glad you <laughs> I tell you something right I did used to tell a few porkies here and there but I feel like one of the main things that um, I respect and love about my fiance is the fact that me telling the truth to her is complete I mean to be honest if I'm honest with honest with you she's probably one of the very few women I tell the truth to yeah, and yeah. Like, and I can imagine she's I've been in this game a long time she's <laughs> I'm out of the game now just to clarify yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Just I, clarify. do you know Not what again this is this is borrowed from <laughs> Esther Perel as well was it um, Brené Brown well, one, of, one of those two women um, like I'm a, I can imagine that your fiance has earned your vulnerability and that yeah, comes like, over like, a long like period of time yeah. Not yeah. everyone gets that from us. No, no, people no. need to earn that shit. I agree. Everything. It's just the same way certain people feel about trust, respect, and all the rest of it. But I always say to uh, like a friend of a friend, I always say to them, look, you can't behave one way and expect someone to treat you another. No. If you don't want to be treated like shit, don't let yourself be no. treated like shit by that no. person. 
because mm. they will because people are innately yeah. will just yeah. especially men men to women relationships mm. if they know they can push the line they will yeah I've and sometimes unconsciously yeah Unless... I know sometimes I do it consciously so. oh really <laughs> like I know not, not now <laughs> you're I not know painting that... the greatest picture <laughs> of yourself I've come a long way from how I used to behave and I'm never gonna there's only so much I can do. So if someone was taking a shot on me about my past, I'd be like, yeah, I did that. Because at yeah. the time, yeah. I thought that was the right thing to do for yeah. me in that it's situation. That. Yeah. It's that, man. I can't, what else can I do? It's yeah. in the past, I've ex- I'm not trying to deny it to say that, no, I, I shouldn't have done that. Oh no, that was fine. I admit that looking back and looking subjectively, that's wrong and I shouldn't yeah. have done that. But yeah. at the time yeah. I felt, I or I justified it to myself by these reasons. Yeah, and the rest of yeah. It, that's right? an, yeah. That's such an interesting. That's an interesting more, debate, truth, man. Yeah. Like people making moral and value judgments in the present moment in regard to something someone done in the past. Because yeah. what what you were saying is that for the most part we make judgments <coughs> in regard to our current level of awareness yeah. currently. Yeah. So then, as you grow older, wisdom kicks in. Your level of awareness changes, and you can look at something totally and just not be the yeah, same. Yeah, yeah. This is that. I mean, we're not talking about this now, but just while it's fresh in my mind, this talk about jail. Like yeah. someone, someone mentioned it so beautifully. I was watching a documentary about this guy. He goes into jail and he does art classes with the inmates, right? Yeah. Um, and he says the reason he does the work in jails is because he thinks people that are in jail are just totally demonized by society because they are judged and sentenced for the rest of their life on one negative action. that They, they could have done so much great, then they've done one bad thing and say, okay, that's it, you're just bad. The rest mm. of your life you're in here mm. and i was i was thinking about that and you're like hey that's horrible man it is and it's also yeah. because you haven't got the foresight to know about or insight i should say about consequences yeah, yeah. When you're younger you that's the first time you're doing everything right mm. so you don't really know that you're gonna make nothing mistakes man yeah but that's when you really learn those consequences bro, you sharpen up real quick i was speaking to my friend today and we were talking about when they're talking about um <clears throat> What's his name? His name's Stardom. And he's just got a recent um, interview that's circling around. And he talks about how he was in the gang, whatever. He's lost his friend. He's he's in the streets, whatever. Then he's still playing football. And he had a a pro contract offered to him by Aston Villa. And he didn't take it. He still went to the thing and then went into the music. Now, the first reaction would be, oh, my days. Like, are you insane? Like, you've got a chance to come out of the life or anything like that. What are you doing? But going back to the saying, the consequence of, like, that one action or whatever, there's no there's no separation of what is he thinking. Should I take the, the, the football contract because I'll be off the road? He's just in it. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? He's just submerged in it. Yeah. So going back to the whole morally this and all that, you could have a lifetime of... of you'll regret that action that you've got caught for, mm. but then maybe, do you know what I'm saying? It's, 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 it's not as pure as it could be with the mm. last thing, mm. so... Mm. You know, we could get things like that. It's mad. Um, what is actually? I'm glad you brought up about relationships. Uh, currently in a relationship, can we answer? Yeah? No, is the answer. Oh, um, I thought he was going to say no. You can't ask. <laughs> no, no, no. No is the answer. No, no, no comment. No is the answer. I'm currently dating, and I'm okay. trying to. Ah, oh, man, the the dating landscape, bruv. Right now. In my mind, because everyone lives in their own realities, right? Mm. You've got traditionalists, then you've got people that are just really liberal doing their own thing. And one thing I've learned, again, going back to Esther Perel stuff, that nowadays relationships are constant negotiation. 
Like yeah. you can't go into something assuming these are the rules, these are the regulations, this is how black and white it is. Because someone else has got a whole heap of different rules on because of different cultural ideals, different traditional kind of backgrounds and whatnot, that you need to go in there and you need to meet someone, you need to say, Okay, this is this is who I am, this is what I want, this is what I think a relationship ship is. They say the same thing and then you start working the whole thing out. So everything that I've learned about relationships has been absolutely blown out of the water. And now with the social landscape just kicking in the way it is, everyone's swiping left, right, up, down, and all this kind of madness. Yeah, all this, do you know what I mean? Just them hiring interns, you know, to swipe right on your Tinder <laughs> while you're getting on with work, just so you can bang a couple more, allow it, man. Yeah, it's just, it's, all, it's all a mess. So I'm trying my best to navigate this. I've spoken about <laughs> this before, and I've said that the quality of people have just gone down anyway. I'm glad I got out when I did. Good. <laughs> no, no, there's some truth to that, you know. I don't know if the quality of the people quality have gone, gone down. down. So everyone's just I just, I just everyone's think people trash. have... Like me on the engagement list, there. I just think there's a bigger, wider lens on the truth. Yeah. That's always been there. Yeah. And on top of that, I think people are, have now been given more license to just to express both sides of who they really are. Yeah. Like, no one's trying to come out there... Remember, I don't know if you're a big Chris Rock fan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But back in the day, one of his jokes, he said, when you go on a date for the first time, you don't ever, you don't meet the person, you meet their representative. Yeah, you have to yeah, go on yeah. a couple dates yeah, if we actually like meet the actual you, yeah. <laughs> you know, the actual yeah, yeah. person. Do you know what I mean? Um, and now I think people are just nearer to themselves from the jump. And I think they expect more. Also, with the fact that there's a but, paradox of choice. You know what they... Everything's so throwaway, right? Uh, well, I yeah, know, but I, I think they expect more but they don't give more so i'm a bit like how can you ask for yeah. stuff that you don't well, embody checklist. yourself the checklist so if you're uh, i don't know if you're like an, an emotionally intelligent guy or you're secure in who you are or you're comfortable with your job or whatever it may be um you can ask for those same things of someone else mm. right but if you weren't those things and didn't have those tick those boxes to your own self how can you ask someone else mm. for those requirements mm. that's always my beef another thing is as you, as you go through life i think mm. it's a thing where like you just i think that pedestal thing starts trash. knocking down women are trash Do you know what i'm saying like that's the, the pedestal huh? is that your cameraman women that's why he's behind the camera isn't it? <laughs> making <laughs> flying comments <laughs> like that you know <laughs> women are trash yeah, yeah. imagine just throwing in a bomb into our conversation don't worry, don't, uh, <laughs> did he mean that or is he just trying to wind this all up i don't know what do you think joe we've had this conversation we, loads of times because yeah. you think about it yeah a woman a man has to come here hmm. like a, a, a guy can't be on his way up to be at a level. I don't know. I don't know about that. Like, okay, uh, uh, it doesn't. It come down to the woman. In a different way. Or the partner. An successful woman can be in a room full of successful men and feel at home, but an unsuccessful man can't be in a room full of successful women and feel comfortable. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I, I understand what he's saying. I understand what he's saying. I think this is. A, yeah, yeah. I think this is. I think this is more a conversation around masculine ideals. That's what I think this is because if if a man feels less of himself because he doesn't feel he's successful, yeah, that's because of the narrative of masculinity that's running in his head. That's one way of putting it. But you, or you could just be Kevin you, you Federline. Know, you know what? Take every celebrity and ruin their lives slightly <laughs> and take the bag. Uh, always, always secure the bag 
always um, major, it's a major key yeah. um, I'm painting this picture of you still you know yeah. Yeah, these are all the quotes that makes up who you are in my head yeah, yeah, always secure okay, the bag that's the I'm, first thing I'm going to end up being, being put on the, on the ground yeah. well when I met Rob he said that women are trash and secure yeah. the bag I'm yeah. just saying yeah, 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 yeah just secure the bag and but I will say this you know what I sent you what I sent him was something about um Women, uh, men don't care about women's ambitions. Careers. Yeah, what yeah. Is it? Women's uh, don't care about how fo- how amb- ambitious a woman is, or, or what her co- successful, yeah. or what her career is like. Yeah. Do you agree with that statement? That men don't care. Men don't care. Yeah. When you're first, when you're initially meeting yeah. a woman, you're not really bothered about uh, none of them. Do you know what? I just think there's a case for nuance here. I'm like, it's it's hard for me to answer that question and just paint everyone. No, no, with the same thing. Generally, even generally, my answer can only be localized, right? Because I'm a Londoner, born and bred in mm-hmm. London, and the majority of my life experience is around London. Mm-hmm. So, taking that into question, do I feel that men are less worried about women's like career trajectory? Well, or more, ambition? more about, yeah, it, it, more, more about the fact about, is, it's like if you're. Um, well, it goes back to this old thing that I always say. Um, if you was to meet um, a woman and you go back to your friends and say I've met this woman what is the first question they will ask you how yeah. big are how big is her teeth basically one group of friends yeah but among that demographic now yeah. if uh, if the same woman who's met you is going back to her friends her what are her friends going to say to her what does he do okay yeah. right and these I've are the gen- generalizations yeah, I've, yeah. Always, I've always said that because no matter how you spin things we look for different things mm. women are, uh, generally this is all generalisation it's not speaking for everyone but where men initially are drawn in by beauty or attraction and women are drawn in by security or success no matter what level that success is it's about have, that's what appeals to yeah, women yeah you could look like Shabba Ranks and have Jay-Z's money yeah and Jay Z is probably the example, you know. What I mean, mean you could look like Jay Z and have Jay Z. This is what I'm saying. Yeah. I, think, I don't think that's wrong or right, but it's worth noting, and I think that that's why it goes back to our point of saying about uh, men don't care about women's success, ambition, etc. Because that's initially what men don't look for, and even past that, they're more concerned with the relationship and more of the femininity of the woman but that might be with but age a woman, though you but, know? but a woman being ambition ambitious sorry doesn't knock her femininity it says nothing about femininity to me yeah, yeah. nothing whatsoever but I would say 10 years ago and now would I be drawn in or attracted to a woman because of what she does or what car she drives or her career no mm. and that's both both periods of my life so she could just be rolling down the ends on yeah. a tricycle <laughs> Yeah. yeah homeless but she's banging well, yeah okay so there needs to be some okay, level well, I'm, I'm talking about <laughs> I don't know about homeless <laughs> no, 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 I'm, I'm not going to be stupid to make no way right it makes sense it does make sense I understand what you're saying but I'm saying that I would never I would never belittle her I'll tell you a story no no honestly I think that's St. Lucia no no but the outcome the outcome was no you finish first I won't belittle her in the same way like a man will not belittle a woman the same way if she, she worked in, I don't know, Tesco's or Sainsbury's or Asta in the way that women would if a man works in Tesco, Sainsbury's or Asta. Meaning that that's not going to bother me. Mm. Like as long as she has her own money in the sense of she's not a bum, which mm. as you've described, because yeah. that sounds mm. like a sexy bum, basically. Mm. Mm. Not mm. the physical. Mm. Right? Not batty. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So it but sounds more that she's not. just not ambitious or in the sense of she's not, she just 
looking to freeload off her beauty, which mm. is a different conversation. Mm. But that's not part of the attraction. The attraction on that would be her beauty, but then it would be like, well, what else has she got? But that's yeah. not what I'm not saying that career, ambition, and dreams. And at one end of the spectrum, and then beauty at the end, and that's it because there isn't it isn't just about beauty. Mm. It's a lot more as the character of a woman, mm. but the things you look for are more character, more physical, and more emotional based. And women's are usually more social, socially based as well. And who's mm. the most dominant? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. No, what, what, what I was saying is when I was in the solution thing, yeah. Yeah, it was it was it was <laughs> funny because. This is going way back still, actually. Choose your words carefully, yeah? Disclaimer, disclaimer. No, 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 no. It it was what you were saying. Like, if if, if you saw somebody that was, I don't know, she looked good and stuff like that, but she's homeless, she ain't got shit, then whatever, whatever, Mm. are you still going to holler at it? And basically, there was one girl that was walking up the hill. We're coming in the car, going up the hill and everything. We're going, oh my... Yeah, there's bare hills in San Diego. (laughs) So... We're going up. Maybe that's why their bat is strong. Yeah, listen, <laughs> the leg, the th- anyway, don't get me wrong. <laughs> so we're going up the hill and everything. So we passed it the first time and we're like, wow, she looks nice here now, whatever, whatever. And then afterwards, she stopped just by like where you get the little mini transit van for the bus. So I was mm. just like, listen, as nice as she is, you have to say to yourself, do you want that qualm? With her standing by the bus stop, why is she at the bus stop and she looks that good? There's something wrong there. Nah, they thought it was funny. No, that was sh- of- I know, I know, but it was shallow. Yeah. But my brain actually did think for that split second of like, hold on, we just going for the looks out here, but we're not even asking what problems is coming with this because everybody comes with their baggage as you get older. That's what yeah, I said. It's that's one thing you realize. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No as one, no one is flawless. No, no at all. At all. Bar Rob, obviously. Uh, yeah. I'm Sorry. getting married. I'm just, I'm just, <laughs> hey, I'm I'll never be. Man is getting married, not because he is flawless, which hey, could Rob be potentially says, oh, hey, true, but it's because I've become less flawless in, or I've been accepted with my flaws. Yeah, yeah, you've made right. peace with your humanity, innit? Yeah. Yeah, so, man. I just, um, I hear that. It's, it's just, it's nice. Retirement is nice, boys. That's <laughs> retiring. I know. You've been retired, Where are you bro? retiring from, bro? Yeah. Running hose. Wow. Running hose. Yeah. Wow. I hope this speech <laughs> never comes up at your wedding, bud. Wow. You get me? It's like. Yeah. It's best man then. It's like, oh, yeah. Going in the, the vows. Well, now it's not. Your, best, think man's think gonna, your best man is going <laughs> to use this material. I remember yeah, when yeah. Rob was running hose. Everybody, like, what did he just say? Yeah. I don't know. Jesus. It might be a lot. Well, you know, I mean, obviously, I'm not being disrespectful. I just mean it. By calling women hoes. <laughs> hoes. Yeah. I'm running them. You get it? You're running them. It sounds like a pimp. Yeah. Like running a brothel. Anyway, what, where were we? Where were we, though? I mean, in the this sense of dating, dating women and seeing women and, you know what I mean? Like, all of that stuff. I've got the one that I want and I'm happy. Yeah. And that's it. So, um, and when you have the one that you want, you don't want to do any sort of running. Even yeah. from her. Even oh. if she does drive you crazy, sometimes. you made you mm, make that up very mm, nice. That was smooth, mm, mm, <laughs> flawless. Mm, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to ruin your relationship. I'm going to stop my thought process there. What were we saying prior to that? Yeah, yeah. The solution, the hill thing, right? Right, right, yeah, right, right. No, I said like no. It, was, it, it sounded very shallow and funny at the time because right. I was busting a joke in the car. But it was for me from that point point on. I was actually saying, yeah, why, why don't men actually sit down and say to themselves, like, I wonder what she does. Because you not automatically think like men, we go for women, we're gonna be the breadwinner, we're gonna be the protector, whatever, whatever. So you don't really care 
for none of that at the at the beginning stage. Mm. You just wanna well, let's just be honest. You're looking at it sexually. Do you know what I'm saying? You're not really looking at it as like, oh, you know what? I'm gonna have a a nice house and a picket fence, and we're gonna have kids, and I wanna bring the bread home, and she's gonna cook dinner. You're not even thinking silliness, huh? Mm. It's like I like the look of her. Let's go in. Yeah. yeah. So. Mm. And there's many a crashes you have when you think like all that. All day. You know? And that's yeah. why you need to be careful when you say you want the baddie. Oh, yeah, yeah. When my name saying I want the baddie or the... Was it, was it called? Never feed the baddest summer. pasta. <laughs> City never girls. feed the baddest pasta. Nah, blah. What's that mean? Never feed the baddest pasta? It's like Alfredo says, which yeah. is hilarious. Oh. Basically, I think he just kicked out a chick out of his... Um... Pasta's cheap, though. I know, and he doesn't even want to feed that to yeah. Pasta's 60p. Where are you buying your pasta from? Morrison's. Oh, wow. <laughs> I don't um, really eat carbs. Right, oh, here we go. Here we go. You're the ideal <laughs> man. Yeah, I, I don't even need carbs. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think yeah. you're right. I mean, you know what? When you're, I think, when you're younger and you're inexperienced and you haven't had a lot of dating or relationship experience, you do think stuff like that. But mm. when, as you go on, you realise a bit more. I mean, what is who or what is your ideal woman? Jesus, right. Um, Potentially, you can. Yeah, good question. Ways. This is interesting, right? Because if you were to ask me this, let's say ten years ago, the first thing I would do is go in with aesthetics, yeah. right? So I mean, that's still a big part of it. Mm. Um, but now, the the, pro, the the first thing is emotional intelligence. So if if this if if the woman I feel that I will be attracted to would be an emotionally intelligent woman that knows herself. Mm. that has actually done work on herself and that I can engage with um, intellectually and emotionally, I think, first and foremost. Um, it would be nice if she found me attractive and that laughed at my shit you. jokes. Yeah, yeah, man, like, you have to laugh at my jokes, actually. That's the most <laughs> important. <laughs> <laughs> Even yeah. fake the ting, just human. Yeah. Um, and... <laughs> What do you say? You have to, women aren't funny. His general views, I love them. He needs to have a voice. <laughs> <laughs> you need oh, to no. add him as a character in the thing, just yeah. the off voice. <laughs> just the off camera voice. The trash, women are trash companies. Oh, shit. Um, yeah, and in terms of looks now, I don't think I can pin it down. Like, I've, I've, I've uh, met so many different women and been in so many different mm. circles that if... I find you attractive. I find you attractive. And now sometimes I can't pin it. It's an energy which can I could I could see a woman and be like she's all right, and then get to know her, and I'll be like then the yeah, actual yeah. physical attraction yeah, grows yeah. as the connection grows. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So yeah, I think first for me is in emotion. Yeah, 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 emotional intelligence. And, and anyone stuff can like get that. it if they've got that. But you know what? That's a hard hard tell now because a lot of people don't have because everyone's got their best on. Yeah, yeah. and everyone's people just, got their best on for a I feel. And I, I don't know, I think, like I, I think I've said that before, like a lot of people are lost. Um, it's, it's, it's mad. It is, it is mad, but yeah, I think, um, have you found, you haven't found her yet, I'm guessing. See, her, oh. so this goes back to, I mean, you, you mentioned the one. I don't believe In that the there one. is one yeah. anymore. I used to believe it. Like, What's that's a romantic changed? ideal. And I think <clears throat> romanticism has just been, again, this all comes from my study in school of life like big up school of life they are honestly the go-to for emotional intelligence and understanding truth um they i've read i've read their book on relationships another one on sex and they say that romantic ideals have been a disaster for true love 
because we, we have this romantic head on, on we're going to find the one, everything's going to be great. And then we're chasing this bullshit projection that, that doesn't exist. Yeah, Disney's a, a prick. Disney, Disney needs a full finishing combo up, up, yeah. up a cup, back We need an update. Back foot. What happened to Cinderella? Well, I think yeah, exactly. Yeah, what, yeah, what happens be, after the credits? Yeah, yeah no, but you know yeah. what it is? I think <laughs> if young, mostly young girls, I should say, are watching things like this, they do want, I think they And just, men. Yeah, regardless just yeah, people I yeah. do think that they do want to be the premise is quite similar in a sense they want to be they want to feel like they are a princess yeah. and have to happen the happening ever after is a bit sceptical on that one but initially they, it's the feeling of someone overcoming obstacles and being the kind of knight in shining armour and being together at the end and mm. that's majority from the woman's point of view but from a male's point of view it's the it's the chase and the adventure of getting a woman and finding and, and getting a woman of, in some in some cases, high caliber and who suits you. Mm. But it's just a different outlook, I feel. Yeah. But I do agree that they're a bit more, it, well, we know that as well. And even as we go on and we see all the rom-coms, it doesn't work out like that anymore. Yeah, like going back to the one thing as well. So just to finish yeah, my thought on that, I don't think there is the one. I think there are loads of potential ones mm. um, that will, and it's not about, it's just about, is someone good enough does that person tick enough boxes to reach a tipping point where I say, you know what, I'm going to try a thing as opposed to I'm going to leave. Yeah, and yeah. when when there's enough good things about someone, you can enter a relationship with them and then you work on the relationship because it's you, your partner, and then the relationship, which and is the string the, that connects both yeah, people. Yeah, that's yeah, the yeah, thing yeah, that's, you're working on, yeah. how these things work together well, as it, opposed to yeah. just two separate entities. Well, the I'm glad you said that because the two separate entities are the people in the relationship. So. Right boy, girl, man, man, whatever it may right. be, and then the relationship is a third That's thing. Yeah, yeah. So that about, distinction really helped me out. Yeah, yeah, because you know what it is? I've seen people who cannot function without another person. Yeah. So they can't be seen. That worries me sometimes. That does, and I think that's detrimental sometimes. That, mm. that, 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 that I, might have worked back then. No, like but it's, it's traditional times. I, I personally seen what? someone who's who has behaved like that and then when they are by themselves they have crumbled completely mm. yeah. just from that but then is that you need to like I always just like I was trying to understand like I couldn't understand it because that's just not my experience mm. you know but you should always I always say this to everyone being in a relationship is great and all the rest of it but you still need a level of knowing yourself having Mate. your independence like just yeah. doing you because you were a person before you were in a relationship this, this is why I, might be, I always had this beef with doing everything as a couple couples this and couples dinner yeah, you need to, have your to own me it just was never a thing to me because I was like I was still a person before yeah. I was in a couple What? so now I have to just mm. do you know what I mean yeah. like, I, like now your friends are my friends even though they're dickheads yeah not really buying it <laughs> I agree bruv I think I think there's more chance of a relationship being successful if both parties have spent a lot of time alone and actually know who they are and what they yeah. yeah yeah Will Smith would... and Jada Pinkett said that listen when she was feeling down okay her and Will had the conversation and he said to her straight it's like I can't make you happy you have to yeah, make I yourself see, happy yeah. yeah and then you know she yeah. went off did her thing and whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think it's about contributing to their happiness you have to have your own individual happiness right As a yeah. I think that's first I think yeah. that's a prerequisite yeah and then but when you're relying on another person for your happiness 
Yeah, it can only add to it, should complement. Yeah, exactly. yeah, 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 it shouldn't be a voice that needs filling. I don't yeah. think. Yeah, for me, I think that's why, because we complement each other. There's this talk of complementing each other. Yeah. yeah. I'm still, well, I'm not the same person exactly, but I'm. No your nature is your nature. No more running hoes. But, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm glad, I'm glad. <laughs> I hope that's not a part of your nature. more hoes for me. <laughs> <laughs> I so don't mean it's, that. It's just, um, it's just uh, like having my own individual oh, space. Like for, my, yeah. for me, for me uh, I like to go to the gym, I like to exercise, I like to train. So I have friends who are in that kind of thing as well. So that's how I spend my time with my friends. And that's my thing, that's what I need mm. yeah. for myself. You know what I mean? And there's certain aspects of my work which I do by myself because yeah. and then there's that's like there's certain things which is just mine mm. in that kind of way and that sounds a bit selfish but then there's also things it's not selfish I don't think it's necessary bro there's also things which are just hers yeah you're two se- time, yeah you're two separate beings mm. that have agreed to work as a union yeah mm. yeah so yeah. it's all mad so yeah. what have you learned about um, apart from relationship what have you learned about sex what have I learned you, about sex? You, oh, jeez. Let's do thing. <laughs> All right. So one thing I've learned about sex, what was interesting stuff that came came up in the School of Life's book on sex is that our, our mind, our sexual psyche is a lot darker than the majority of us would admit. And that is not wrong. That's a human thing. Number one, right? Which then gives license to talk about some really fucked up things or so-called fucked up things in the book certain fantasies yeah mm. they've got chapters on incest fantasies oh, wow, they've got chapters on yeah, rape I know, fantasies my, yeah, i know i know, I, know. I felt that one and, and, and they've like, got okay, they've got chapters they've got chapters on incest they've got chapters on rape they've got chapters chapters on everything so one thing is i've learned that um most fantasies no matter how dark you think <clears throat> to an extent is normal most people may have thought it consciously unconsciously not um not spoken about it and number two there is a difference between fantasy and reality and yeah. reality well that's why i was just about but, to ask about that about mm. so that comes into so porn. whatever yeah yeah, yeah, well. yeah so porn plays a big part into that um, yeah how that i've got beef with porn man because i've struggled <laughs> with it i've got I've struggled with it man oh you said sorry I didn't. I've said another word. Saying you said struggled with, it. as opposed to what slapped, slapped with it. I don't know something along the lines. Slapped. How you? What did you I've think I said? Maybe. Oh, oh. oh no, I've slapped to it. No doubt. Yeah, yeah. I punched to it, brethren. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to live my best life out here. I got half an hour. I better get Dropped it in. It. <laughs> got half an hour on that lunch break. I better get it in. <laughs> No, I mean, yeah, and then it covered porn as well. And there's just interesting just stuff. Like, what's the question? Because I can go off on one. Um, yeah. What is the question? No, no, I think the, the big talk about what learned about when sex? regarding porn mm. is, is what you've said between reality yeah. and fantasy. And yeah. I feel like we're going into a world now where there's things coming in which are like sex dolls and <laughs> yeah. like all and the these sex dolls are getting like crazy. I think, well, they're getting good. They're getting crazy. <laughs> I see something on the gram the other day. I was just like, bruv, what is that? I'm seeing it's moving around, they're yeah. slapping around in the Listen, depth. I was like, bruv, that's a human I've being. Seen, you know? I've seen some sex dolls with Air Force Ones and Snap <laughs> looking like hip hop Hip hop chicks and I'm like the buddies. I was like, right, let me check the price. Let me check the price. <laughs> grands, is it worth grands? You know. <laughs> and I was looking at the thing. I was there judging myself, and I said, I said, Reuben, just calm your thoughts. Look at the thing. Are you turned on by this toy? And I was looking at. It, I was like, I had to admit to myself, I am. Yeah. Am I gonna act on that? 
no, no, that because I don't have the money. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But no, that that was just the truth of it, man. It's yeah, the truth I, of it. I, and then going back to your what you're saying, yeah. um, I mean, I, w- I wish I could find a link. I wish I could find a link to this. This ain't blow up, bro. I know. This is synthetic limbs. I know. It's They've got bones in the tin. Oh, wow. So you feel the bones. Wow. Oh, jeez. Anyway, going back to what you're saying about sex, what have I yeah. learned? One thing, another thing that I've learned is that um, women especially, I think they have it, again, generalising, right, mm. for the most part, especially uh, throughout the whole of history, have been given less licence to explore their sexuality uh, than men yeah. have. Yeah, like yeah. We're, we, we've given license to go out there and sleep with men, as many women as we can because that's what men do mm. women are not supposed to do that sex is supposed to just be for an intimate yeah, yeah. non-monogamous relationship or children but women's sexual desires are actually I think <coughs> more than men more than men I think yeah. so because they're more mental yeah and I, I think I, it's, I, just, it's about being judged though like what you said yeah exactly yeah. and where does that come from social narratives handed over over a fucking period of time yeah. so now these conversations are happening it's all open and i think everyone's being a little bit more liberal especially in my circles anyway to actually explore their sexuality and one thing that i've learned with with uh, my partners from the past right is that if if people if you respect each other and you have honest conversations about um sexual desires and you want to explore stuff people feel a lot safer and they can be sexually vulnerable and start to explore stuff yeah. and your sex life actually gets better. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Whereas when I was younger, I would judge a woman for saying she likes to do this or she likes to do that or she's <laughs> like had bad fantasies like, rah. She's giving head, I can't believe yeah. you. Yeah, and exactly. Silly little conversations in high school. Well, it's good that they're having these kind of conversations because what I was saying about um, the idea of porn and sex dolls was the fact that it's just uh, desensitizing a lot of things. So what yeah. essentially happens is what comes out of these situations is, all right, let me ask you this question. This is gonna be sound like a fucked up question. Go true. Do you watch porn with the sound on? With the sound on? Yeah. I mean, I've got really expensive headphones. <laughs> <laughs> which, is, which is both good and bad. Yes. It's good. Yeah. Because if you've got like a good quality HD video you're watching, you actually feel you're in the room because you're hearing the door at the back <laughs> over the there, the hearing the cat and that, you're like, cheese, man's here. <laughs> um, but, but then that's also a bad thing because you're, you're <laughs> taken away from it. But yeah, I do like to, because I think s- sexually, s- being stimulated by as many senses as possible is a, is a holistic experience. <laughs> so seeing, touching, feeling and hearing. Yeah. So in this case, just seeing and hearing is better than just seeing or just hearing. Okay. I well, think. But who would listen to? No. Who would watch porn with the sound off? I, though. Okay, here we go. But this is what I'm saying as well. My thing is, unless that, you're there knocking one out on a, in, in a family function, you just like, yeah. no, I go go to toilet quickly. And <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying like, <laughs> no, but then do you know no, what? No, but then the memory reason- wanks have no <laughs> memory wanks have no sound. The reason why I'm like, saying who, this, I can't hear I can't hear what's going on in the reason the reason why that's real though you never heard of that no I've never heard of memory wanks oh as in that term yeah but I get it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I do the, get the it. reason why I'm saying you want to talk to yourself because, <laughs> so the use of like that and also sex dolls what I'm saying is it's kind of depersonalizing the experience oh, of right. sex so no that's what I'm leading to in the sense of that. Even when um, I read something very interesting from Terry Crews and he was saying about 
um, when he was in the NFL and stuff like that, he always used to go to strip clubs and they always never wanted to women to talk because that humanized them. The oh, jeez, oh, oh. that is horrible. Because they're a bit like, oh, no, 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 because it's the fantasy of. Yeah, just you're paying for a of, fantasy. Of, of right? like dehumanizing the woman in the sense mm. of. I'm paraphrasing it, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Um, but in the sense of if she starts talking about, say, everyday stuff in that is kind of taken away from the you fantasy of it i hear do you i mean do you know what strip clubs that's why i go to strip clubs that's why you what <laughs> what did you say that's why i mentioned porn okay right i thought you said no strip clubs are <laughs> strip strip clubs charming man yeah yeah it's, Not it's no i mean i've been to a couple that for me you it's like you want me to pay you to lie to be attracted to me you're pretending you're dancing all on me holding a joke in there on that one yeah, yeah no no please please <laughs> no, let it rip no, let it rip let it no, rip no no but it's true let it's it rip true. What, what's it's your true. thought what's your thought <laughs> as opposed to usually when you're dating but um <laughs> <laughs> yeah that no. i got bored i get bored in strip clubs I, there was a couple of but times is it, is it, it does it matter where you, have you been to an uh because i'll just be honest i think there must be well i've spoken to my bridging about this because i haven't been to the states one it looks different to, I'm not dissing one. any strippers before any strippers yeah. come and tell me he's a piece of shit you're trying to take bread out of my pocket the ones over here I've been to a, a few team. strip clubs it, does, it just didn't have that well, you know it what? didn't look like world star strippers <laughs> that's for right. damn sure do you know what I'm saying like obviously let, it's like okay let so me just Atlanta and Miami yeah. places like that right let me so, just mitigate some risk for you here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That taste is subjective, isn't it? Yeah. You might go to Atlanta and find some girls there that you appreciate. My you might go to Shoreditch High Street in that strip club that sports marting and be like, yeah, these girls. So crawling out the back. Yeah, these you. girls, yeah. <laughs> foot on the head and yeah. that just coming out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's subjective, man. It's no, subjective. No, no, but I, just I in general, that, I, I just see yeah, strip clubs don't do anything that, for yeah. me, man. I sat a stripper down. I said, you know what? You sit down. Let me give you a dance just for fun. Oh, wow. Yeah. Keep the money. Mean, I thought he was about to say, Keep sit the money. down. Listen, you, you need help. I'm going to help you. Yeah, no, no, no. But you know what? I got into a conversation with one, actually. She was talking about her kids and how she's trying to earn money for yeah, them you know through what? this. That's, that's Automatically, that's, this, this is not sexy. I mean, it wasn't sexy initially, well, this but this is now less sexy. Yeah. So, yeah, it makes yeah. a lot of sense. Yeah. So lie to us just have them don't talk at all basically is the kind of yeah. general thing that it's the general consensus say. these are all generalisation yeah. views by the way none of these are really fully <laughs> yeah we're just chopping we're thinking out loud shit. here we're just chopping it up disclaimers out there yeah. you know what I mean we don't want mm. people sleeping on the sofa and stuff nah, but <coughs> yeah. all, all of that gets crazy anyway I think like when people have got like porn addictions or they've got strip club addictions can you have oh. a strip club addiction yeah, yeah. of course that's escapism that's escapism right there I've seen some man I've seen them do like spend the most on brothels listen before I'm work, work people on after smoke, work but mm. yeah mm. not me I know mm. some people I understand I, I understand it mm. I may not agree with it but it's, I do understand it yeah it's not really my cup of tea that's for you to tease me and tell me like something I always I say I don't get it you know it's all mad in the dunya um <clears throat> learning Arabic at the moment so I'm kind of trying yeah, to show yeah, off yeah. a bit even though that's not Arabic in the Yeah, we wouldn't even know if it's true either. Yeah, there we go. Mad in exactly. Medina, yeah. Exactly. Um, shukran. Anyway. Um... <laughs> hey, bro, don't have my niggas ring me up and tell me some shit. Like, what's, what's Rob talking about? Mem, I, don't, I, don't Mem know. I don't know. Mem I don't know. I don't know. What uh, uh, don't worry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, back to more serious topics. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, Sex dolls. Yeah. <laughs> you've been in the industry for 10 years and you've done a lot of jobs and mm. you know what I will say to you actually reading your website it it uh, 
it came up your personality definitely came across today yeah, very entertaining right. cheers and you are very um ex- you're very experienced in lots of different things mm. so when was the point when you thought all these other different kind of jobs teacher fireman whatever it may be uh, there's a stripper were, joke there isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. something that's very 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 so, well, it's it's like well written bro exotic dancer right, right. um where was the point where you had that moment of realization thinking that the i can't do these anymore i have to fully focus on what i'm doing now as in i can't do everything no more as if you want to i I get the feeling that you've always been a creative but then Mm. you also have the kind of general uh normal everyday jobs let's say and not that it's holding not that it's holding you back but almost like that there has to be a point where you thought look this none of this is for me i want to just do this mm. and when does that happen wow good question i mean i've never had a full-time job firstly mm. so i don't i don't so part, sometimes i'm proud sometimes i'm disgusted at that mm. uh, it depends on what mood you catch me in um i've never i mean i've nearly done uh monday to friday nine to five but on the first day i said no nah, i've been doing this so long let me not fuck up the rotation don't go in on friday <laughs> so, so I never, so I never actually had a full time job, and I've literally trying. I've been trying to work out what I want to do with my life. Mm. Like I was seduced by the idea that work, if work is fun, you don't work a day in your life, right? So that was the idea that I've always kind of been operating on. Yeah. So like I took it literally. I put the blinkers on. I said, this is how I'm going to run my life, and I've literally been following my bliss at whatever time, or following my bliss or my creative curiosities at every single stage of my life which has led to those projects that you would see on my website under the showreel going back yeah. to 2006. Yeah. Um, I've had a couple part-time jobs. Um, what was the worst one? The <clears throat> worst part-time job. I think I worked at a call center. So, you know, you know, when you get so stopped, on the, you know, when you get stopped <laughs> yeah. on the street and you sign up to save the pigeons and dolphins yeah. and that, yeah, yeah, yeah. you've signed up. Now you're like, you got them out of the way. No, you haven't. Cause I'm going to ring you now. <laughs> So now I ring you and I'm the guy that's negotiating and hustling and trying to get you on board. And so then I got trained in the art of negotiation and, and sales, right? Yeah. But the reason I left is because these motherfuckers at the time were teaching me to use NLP, neuro-linguistic programming mm. on OAPs. Oh my God. <laughs> like, on old people. <laughs> like the fraud man. Yeah, so I'm bringing up these old people, like the demographics being locked in the phone's ringing by default I'm just picking them up and I'm using NLP on old people to get them to sign sign over to support yeah. the cause yeah it's for a good cause but the manipulation tactics didn't sit right with my moral yeah, content yeah, so I was like, I was like out. A, a script almost yeah it was all scripted so, and he, the guy was teaching us he was teaching all the callers in a room like we get training every few months and then I was like wait sorry is this neuro-linguistic programming we're using in these people he said yes I said, isn't it a bit manipulating? He said, well, we're doing it for a good cause. It depends on what lens you've got on. And I was like, nah, man. Nah, I couldn't do oh, it. Oh, it. Got got lens go. how, how, did, how did it go? How did, so you ring him up. All right, I, all right, I'm, so, what so, I'm imagining, just, yeah. just cut you off. What I'm imagining in my head, I don't oh, know if you've ever seen yeah. Face Tracker. You know, face tracker, and they ring you up and they're like, hi, I'm calling from PolonioGirlfriendsTitsLimited.com. That's how I imagine it in my head. But I imagine it wasn't like that. Right, I mean, we that weren't the company. The company <laughs> tits thing. Yeah. <laughs> so next one, but I mean, this the part of this training was if you get someone to say yes, I think three to five times, yeah. their 
um, I don't know, 60 to 80% more likely to say yes on the sixth or seventh time. Mm-hmm. So we'll just, how are you doing? You had, you had you having a good day today? Yes. I see that you you uh, you signed up to protectthefrogs.com. Yeah. Yes. How does it feel to protect the frogs? Good, right? Yes. Now, there's three yeses there. Yeah. Now, we're going to get to five. And then what happens is they're conditioned to be saying yes. And then the next yes would be the ask for a bigger donation or a monthly lock-in and then so forth. But because these are older people and and all, I'm using all charm and all sorts of iterations in my voice mm. and all that kind of stuff that we were taught, I was like, nah, Bridget. Yeah, nah, no, that's not That sounds like some scumbag team. I mean, yeah, you know what? It's, 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 like, it's, it's like you're running game. And yeah, yeah seeing you're like Neil Strauss. And, and you know what the OAP's like? It's, it's, it's yeah, OAP's, exactly. I, it's almost like, there, you know that scene where he's talking on the phone to the guy and then he like bends him over, like mimics bending him over. Yeah, yeah, that's what Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, and you see enough. them doing that exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That is deep. Jesus Christ! And all they're doing yeah. is watching the Antiques Roadshow all day, so they yeah, yeah, love exactly. the conversation. And and so I think I think after that one, I think I, I went to retail for a little while, but then I was just so in re- Do you know what in retail? I, I don't know if I've got a problem with authority or I've got a problem with a lack of justice. I don't know, but I've just been in <laughs> in retail jobs where the manage, management has said something, and I'm like, no, that's wrong. Mm. I don't care that you're above me. Mm that's wrong yeah. no then you lock horns and before you know it they're not yeah, paying you for your opinion yeah, 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 exactly yeah, 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 yeah. they're not that's paying you for your opinion that's to throw them out there that's what yeah, happened with you one can't of my be a justice warrior retail you know and then the, I've seen the, the service the in there the supervisor mate. was sleeping with the regional manager and then was some you the slick supervisor shop. no I, bro, I didn't even want the job I went there because my brethren went to go and get the job and they said like oh, do you want to be doing the Christmas thing as well I was like alright I'll do it and then when we get there like Sports Direct have got this kind of thing. I know Sports Direct might come and do me for human rights, but like flipping, they got you got to pile up the. the you've seen Sports Direct is a messy kind of shop, mm. so you got to be piling up the racks and everything. Up. All of a sudden, the supervisor who ain't shit, you know what I'm saying, starts telling everybody, ah, oh, I don't think anybody's gonna get paid today, and standing on top of us, it's like, what the fuck is going on in here, man? Like, yeah, what the I hell is going? On? And then after that, it's like, a like power trip. Yeah, it was, it was, yeah, she was about what? I mean, I must have been about 17 at the time. She must have been about 20 or something like that. So already I was just like, you're only a couple of years older than me. I don't even know why you're yelling like you're running this thing. And then somebody <laughs> told me the whisper she was sleeping with the regional manager who was married and oh, stuff. So she and she come and chest. picked with me that day. And I said, you know what? Today's your day. Yeah? <laughs> Fuck you. Like, do you know what I'm saying? I come there, she just threw all the racks on the floor. I was just like, listen, you're sucking and giving blow. Yeah, we all know that. I don't need your job or anything like that. Kicked off the thing and I just left. So when you said like you don't mm. know if it's a, if it's a injustice, or there's certain things you'll see in companies, mm. and if you know the little bits before, like people getting power trips because they think because yeah. like because she was sleeping with the regional man, she had the little power thing. I don't you, think no one's getting paid. You don't even do payroll. You know, you know what's interesting <laughs> about this, and I'm imagining this scenario, and all I can think of is you doing this whilst looking like a member of B2K. Um, that's not funny. <laughs> that's not funny. Yes, I did have braids, but Wait, that's... oh, did you? Yeah, you had the braids. Yeah, I mean, you seen a Marian? I mean, yeah, yeah. Was that, that you back then? Sorry, that's what it's about. How did that go for you? What the Marian looked like? Yeah, kind of worked well. Yeah, yeah. well, I, I, I mean, I you got you kids now, innit? Yeah, I got a kid now. There you go. Well, I told Mario that I stole his blazer, white trainers. Ooh, Mario. And, yeah, him. You know, like, let you love me, your yeah. mm, mm, the mm. trainers. And I was like, to man, I've got a lot of girls there. He's like, well, that's 
like I don't know well done <laughs> I don't know what I was to say to that like I'm glad I helped yeah, yeah that's, like oh, that's not the only thing that was helping me for real though, listen you know it worked mean? back then yeah yeah you know what I'm saying who was your looker like back then jeez um I had hair back then <laughs> <laughs> I don't know no I didn't get compared to anyone what was the style I, what was the style oh uh, bruv it was horrible that's what the style was I've been through yeah. so many different kind of like fashion vibes mm, so yeah. many different um, but when I f- when I first realised I was getting some attention from girls yeah. so basically yeah, <laughs> I'm Malaysian Indian okay yeah. People initially think I'm Trinidadian and yeah, they think yeah. I'm Coolie and whatnot. Yeah. But I'm Malaysian Indian. Just recently found out that we might have Aborigine blood in us. So we're definitely mixed up. But Malaysian Indian was what mm. I was rolling with. Um, and I'm dark, obviously, right? Yeah. Mm. But when I was younger, I used to be quite big into Asian girls. Mm. But in the Asian community in London, light skin mm. is the cream of Bollywood desire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Where I'm a dark skin you, in that world, I was a slum dog. <laughs> So, so here's the thing. So I'm like, okay, what? Well, none of them like me. So the self confidence gets not. And yeah, then I then know. I go to the because I all boys school. Then I go to the, um, a mixed college, yeah. right? Um, and there's black girls there. Now, when I step into the black girls world, yeah. I'm exotic now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so like when I started hair, to, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, he's got the coolie hair. Yeah, the kids yeah, are gonna yeah, have yeah. the Aaliyah straightness, all of that kind of madness. <laughs> so I was like, they're gonna have what? Yeah, yeah, they're gonna have the Aaliyah straightness. Yeah, come, come, in it. <laughs> that was the, so. Then I was like, I just got a lot of love, affection, and just appreciation from black women. Yeah. Uh, when I was in college, and then my dating circles have just kind of. I don't even know how I got onto this, but um, yeah. And so then I used to like, okay, just maintain the coolie thing, stay as coolie as you possibly can. Yeah, what do you need? You need some bling, right? You need some bling. Like the Gel the hair, make it shine a little bit more. <laughs> do you know. <laughs> I've done all of that but yeah. in terms of fashion it was just all over the gaff ga- ga- I've just tried a whole heap of things man before I started up individualism which is the star uh, site that I ended up I mean up yeah you, you've had that conversation with you about the baby blue tracksuit uh, I've had all that uh, baby blue tracksuit yeah, like yeah but block colour head to toe baby yeah. blue yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I um I had, a, you know, the slits in the eyebrows, mm. the earrings. You still got a slit on the right one. Oh, no, this or one's a scar. This one, where's Oh, it? sorry yeah, about that. Yeah, so, I, so it's now. Yeah. Don't let him fool you. I didn't want trauma to resurface. Just tried it, right? it was, it was lit. Lit. I could just, yeah. you know, yeah. peel it up a bit more. And, uh, yeah, that and the... So, obviously, now, my missus is fair, like, re- really, like... Grow up. Man. I wouldn't have been interested then. I go... Sorry, babe. Didn't you tell me the other day you lot used to wear juicy tracksuits? Oh my oh, days! Oh yeah, yeah, of course. Okay, of course. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Exactly, man. That's that's what what I'm split. Do you remember the sp- spliffy jeans, naff naff yeah, bag? Fat yeah, yeah. Fat, fat farm, farm, all of them things there. Rock away. A little bit of Sean John. My friend, my Sean John hoodie man, was so big for me. It looked like a sleeping bag. It was rolling, and it had like it had the nerve to have a chain on the back of the thing itself. Did he make a lot of money off me, boy? I tell you, yeah. Diddy yeah. and uh, yeah. who culture drove us, bro. Is it from? Was it? Nah, Fat Fun was by yeah Russell. Yeah, but they sold theirs now. Yeah, I never yeah. wore, wore any of that, man. I never wore that shit. Man. Um, that's nah, that's all mad. Uh, so now obviously you can take fashion advice from us, but obviously not a couple of years ago. Mm. But mm. I keep saying <clears throat> we was doing it. Cause that was the shit. Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah, yeah, it was, yeah that was yeah, the yeah. shit. You it's know, because you're walking on the back of your jeans. Videos and all that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, but remember the boot cut days. You're walking on the back of your jeans. All of it is just 
cut up at the yeah, back because your heels there grinding it down. Yeah. Timberlands yeah, at the rave. That was a what, terrible. Did you ever mistake. have roll over Timberlands? Yeah. No, I've got. No, I didn't I've have got the really skinny ankles, so it would look ones. like golf clubs if I had any, <laughs> any sort of boot on. Has even up to now, it just don't work for me. <laughs> so I'd have the baggy. I used to. I used to be so insecure about my legs. Mm. I used to get bullied for being super slim, right? Yeah. Yeah. I used to be so insecure about my legs that I'd wear double tracksuits all the time. Yeah. yeah. Blistering heat, double tracksuits, balls. But that was a fashion toasty. statement as well back then, bro. Yeah, that's true. Remember in college, people would. No, mine was practical reasons only. It's like <laughs> functionality, bro. It's about surviving. Oh man. Um, Oh my God. It's it's all mad. Uh, so, Mr. Ruben Christian, <clears throat> when is the next uh, dream rehab? Ooh, depending on when this show's going out, the next one is. Let's have a look in the book. Uh, October Sunday, October the sixth. Okay, where so that's like three weeks time. It's at a place called Me We 360 in Soho Square, Central London. Okay. Oh wow, that's that prime location. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, upgraded, man. That's it. Um, so what happens? People just buy tickets from your bio. Or? Yeah, just yeah. Uh, link. Uh, best place to check it as um, either the website dreamrehab.co.uk or dreamrehab underscore on Instagram mm-hmm. and all the information. And you're. Oh no, I got this. Well, let me let me. I got this fact. Uh, uh, you're Ruben Christian. Christian like the religion one. That's the one. You've <laughs> been listening to the podcast. Jeez. That's the Two man. girls, one cop. Two girls, one cop. Listen, yeah. that Which title. Which is actually hilarious. a podcast. Do you know what? It was a mistake, man. Like, no one wants to search that. <laughs> yes. That, no, we couldn't get yeah, anyone new. You're saying, like, make sure you put podcast because, yeah. you know, it might come up a bit Do you more. Know yeah. what I mean? Keep your job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah basically. Yeah, I mean, I found it. Yeah. Um, 30 minutes after I found whatever I found. <laughs> yeah, first, yeah, you know, yeah. Obviously. It wasn't 30 minutes. You spent a bit more time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> With the volume off, yeah. <laughs> practicing, oh, practicing what you preach. Yeah. Deep, deep headphones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get some beats by Dre or some bosses or whatever, whatever yeah. kids are wearing nowadays. Um, uh, yes. <laughs> so it's uh, Ruben Christian One. Yeah, Ruben Christian One on the gram, RubenChristian.com on the website ten, uh, and Twitter. Are you on Snapchat? Not on Snapchat. Feel too old. Not on Twitter. Just don't care enough. Mm. I'm literally my only socials is Instagram. I don't even like Facebook. Oh, I've, you know what? I've I actually on Facebook really ages. listen. Yeah. I've cut this thing on Facebook where it just gets rid of your feed, so you can access your own individual page, but there's no feed. So okay. I've done that because I, I realized, and then I go on there, I forgot it. I've done it. I'm like, all right, cool. I'll just come back off it again. Yeah. But usually I'm just on Instagram, like I said, with Snapchat. I mean. Mm. I'm not yeah. trying to catch a case just being on Snapchat. I just don't yeah. need the hassle. Um, I mean, this look, is true, especially now. 22, and her and all of her friends and people like that on Snapchat. And I mean, that just says enough for me, you know? Mm. So uh, I stick to Instagram, uh, Twitter, which is both your host, Rob. Snapbacks and Flat Caps podcast on Instagram, also available on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud to listen back. Trizzy, Trizzy on everything. Apart, no, your, your thing is uh, Exquisite Triss. Yeah, on Twitter. Twitter. I barely use it. You know why I do it? I just that, I just go there to see what the highlights or the topics of the day is. And even That's then, well, it's just a waste of time. I've got no time for that. No. I haven't. You know, well, I told you my new do. thing is now. My thing now is that if I see something negative or something just long, that's when I come up. That's good for the mental health. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Just for the health of your mental fam. Like, there's, there's so much crap that goes on with the social media where you can get suckered into and you just like I just wasted yeah. five minutes on my day or something. five yeah, yeah. 25 more like Jesus I like, tell you what I am addicted though to yeah and this is going to sound childish is memes I can't get enough of memes 
I think mm. there's this Injective it's just comedy isn't it I just love comedies when I see little mean things that's got something to do with something yeah. I like it still well before you know you take any sort of digital detox make sure you follow us all on Instagram Twitter and of course this will be available on Snapbacks and Flat Caps podcast on YouTube so make sure you're subscribing and dropping some comments below uh, and just let us know your views yeah, man. of Chall- what we spoke challenge about. us man yeah, teach us <laughs> teach us something we don't <laughs> know which is very few things uh, speak, so for yourself. Gonna, speak for yourself we're going to leave it there don't worry Rob's and, retired. Uh, we'll Rob's be back retired. soon <laughs>